Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. We're reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Christ is mediator of a new covenant since a death has taken place. For deliverance from transgressions under the first covenant, those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. For Christ did not enter into a sanctuary made by hands, a copy of the true one, but heaven itself, that he might now appear before God on our behalf. Not that he might offer himself repeatedly as the high priest enters each year into the sanctuary with blood that is not his own. If that were so, he would have had to suffer repeatedly from the foundation of the world. But now, once for all, he has appeared at the end of the ages to take away sin by his sacrifice. Just as it is appointed that human beings die once, and after this the judgment, so also Christ, offered once to take away the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to take away sin, but to bring salvation to those who eagerly await him. The Word of the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous deeds. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wondrous deeds. His right hand has won victory for him, his holy arm. The Lord has made his salvation known in the sight of the nations. He has revealed his justice. He has remembered his kindness and his faithfulness toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation by our God. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Break into song. Sing praise. Sing praise to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and melodious song, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Sing joyfully before the King, the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The scribes who had come from Jerusalem said of Jesus, He is possessed by Beelzebul, and by the prince of demons he drives out demons. Summoning them, he began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand. That is the end of him. But no one can enter a strong man's house to plunder his property unless he first ties up the strong man. Then he can plunder his house. Amen, I say to you, all sins and all blasphemies that people utter will be forgiven them. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never have forgiveness, but is guilty of an everlasting sin. For they had said, he has an unclean spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Harry S. Truman from the Kansas City area was the president of the United States from 1945 to 1952. He had been president for less than four months when he made the decision as commander-in-chief of the United States forces during the final stages of World War II to drop two atomic bombs on Japan. Later, when asked if he ever lost any sleep over his decision to drop those bombs, Truman said, no. We cannot be too sure he was being 100% truthful there, but 
Nevertheless, when pressed on the subject, Truman said, listen, killing is killing, whether it is with bows and arrows or atom bombs. Speaking of killing, Kansas City, Kansas's Archbishop Joseph Nauman, the former chairman of the U.S. Bishops Pro-Life Committee, had a good column in his diocesan paper a decade ago. The archbishop wrote about the school in Connecticut where 20 innocent children were shot and killed on December 14, 2012. Nauman mentioned how the then president of the United States, at the time the most pro-abortion president in our nation's history, he went on TV and very emotionally stated that these five to ten-year-old children who were shot, quote, had their entire lives ahead of them. Birthdays, graduations, weddings, kids of their own. But here's the thing the archbishop noted. There were more than 1,000 other American children killed on December 14, 2012. No television anchor mentioned that, however, because to do so would evoke fierce criticism. You see, the key differences between their deaths and the deaths at the Sandy Hook Elementary School The archbishop wrote where one, their killing was authorized by their mothers who in most instances were pressured or encouraged by their fathers. Two, their murders were performed by professionals who are trained to heal. And three, their deaths were sanctioned by our government. Flags, the archbishop said, will not fly at half-mast for these unborn children. The president will not address the nation about the tragedy of their deaths. Nevertheless, the children who died by this means on Friday, December 14, 2012, also had their entire lives ahead of them. Birthdays, graduations, weddings, kids of their own The archbishop stated we have been living too long under, quote, the cloak of false rhetoric and personal freedom. What is false rhetoric? It is a lie. It is a lie that tells people they have the right to choose to kill unborn people. Now, we can pass all the laws in the world to try to tell ourselves this is all okay, but it is not. It is just a legal fiction that has given us 50 years of carnage, damaged relationships, and wounded, suffering people, especially post-abortive mothers. Killing is killing, no matter how you dress it up. And we all have blood on our hands because innocent people are being killed on our watch. Today is a day of prayer and penance for this atrocity, this affront to God, the author of all life. So do penance and pray today. And may God have mercy on us all.